Hi, this is Miles Green. You're listening to Dear Wayne State with Frankie and Kristen. Aloha. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking that we always start every podcast the same, and I'm really self-conscious about our intros now, so I'm going to start it with a new word. I'm down. Or you can. Nope. Because it's very odd that they all start the same way. Hey, guys. We're back. And it starts, it sounds really odd because there's no one to really talk to and so I, we have to practice intros yeah we should practice you know yeah we should practice intros like people practice the kiss of you may now kiss your person for weddings oh like the clinking of the glass no no like at the end of the pronounce you oh married i'm not you familiar. can Oh, okay, we practiced ours. Maybe no one else does. No, I, I'm pretty sure people practice it. Oh, they practiced the first kiss. Yeah, we definitely practiced it, because I was like, don't be doing anything weird. Oh. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> and today we have a special guest. What's your name? Hi, I'm Angela Zanadelli Sickler. Um, welcome. Thank um, you. And... Who are you and what do you do at Wayne State? That's a great question. I am the Associate Director of the Study Skills Academy with the Academic Success Center. Um, That's who I am. (laughs) What I do, so on the Study Skills Academy, I think there was an episode before with Zaina Gould, who's our program coordinator. We um, offer services for undergraduate level students, one-to-one study skills counseling. We can analyze your current study habits and prescribe a plan that works best for your needs, whether you are a part-time student, a full-time student, a student who lives on campus, a student who has children, a student who has other family obligations that keep them pretty busy and may need to work out a new study schedule. We um, research the most evident, excuse me, the most recent research in evidence-based learning so that we can translate that to efficient study skills for students. So Um, can I ask a question? Just because this used to be the way it was and I want to check and make sure I'm giving students the right information. Yeah. But when you do the one-to-one counseling sessions Mm -hmm. with a study coach, is it still only three meetings over the course of the semester? Correct. So whether you're working with one of our full-time study skills specialists or one of our study skills coaches, an undergraduate level study skills coach, um, we have an intake for the student all the time. And then during that intake, we kind of analyze their current habits. We see what might be causing the difficulty, if any, or if there are ways to improve their, their approach to learning course material. And then they can have two hour-long follow-up sessions. And those sessions are designed to give students the tools that they need, but then to make sure that those tools are working for them when they come back and report back on how they did with their their studying and their maybe testing or note-taking, whatever they're working on that week. So the reason it's only three is because we find that if we have more sessions, if students come every week, they don't tend to use the strategies. They just continue to get more information. So we have to push them out of the nest a little bit. You have to fly now. I am. I'm back. Uh, yeah, they're like, so what are we going to do this week? I'm like, well, what did you do? No, not much. Let's no. just talk about some more. Let's just want to talk about how bad I am at doing the things that we've talked about. Uh, but we do find that students uh, get a lot of, excellent results from the strategies that we we share with them and that we suggest to them yeah cool absolutely 
Yeah, so those are individual services, and then we have procrastination accountability groups, which mm -hmm. I'm sure Zaina talked about. Should we reference that episode now in case yeah. people want to go Definitely. back to that and stop listening to this? No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. They I mean, listen. if you do stop listening to this one and go to that one, hopefully you're going back to this yeah. one because um, you're going to miss all the new information. I know what it's called. It's called Effective Studying. Cool. And it is... I was actually just about to look that up. The so. fourth episode. Cool. So it was um, posted April 16th. And it's one of our most played episodes. Oh, nice. So that's why I'm so glad you're here again. Nice. Because I mentioned this before, but we're really trying to do like a welcome back series. Yeah. So that would be really important, not only to freshmen, but all students coming back to campus and trying to make a really fresh, positive start on okay. the school year. And I think this is a really important topic. Um, but you were saying procrastination accountability groups. Yeah, um, we have another service that we've adapted a bit this year. So it used to be our pre-med learning performance groups, but we found that we had students who were in other science classes or other science majors or curriculums who really wanted to use this service, but because it was designed for pre-med only, we were limiting that a bit. So now we are, um, we've renamed it Succeeding in the Sciences Groups. That's cool. Yeah, so it'll be one of our, and all of our undergraduate coaches are um, certified study skills coaches. We have an in-house certification program that they have to complete before working with students. Um, but the coach that we have working with the Succeeding in the Sciences group, his name is Sarosh, and he's just started with us, so he's going through his training now. Cool. And he is a... Um, highly successful pre-med student and I'm really looking forward to students getting to know him and, and understanding like how he they can study so better. He's so nice. I met it's him great. today and he's just a very like, I don't know, light, positive. He, he is delightful. Mm -hmm. I am cool. so excited to, to have him on the team. So yeah. Shout That's out to Roche. Yeah. <laughs> you better be listening. It's part of your training. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. <laughs> I'll be like, so, Sarosh, I noticed you have completed the podcast episode where I mentioned you 76 I like, times. I like this plan. Yeah. Implement <laughs> it. Uh, workshops. Yeah, yeah. workshops. Yeah, um, group workshops. Very workshoppy. So if you come to a scheduling workshop, you're going to be making a schedule. Now you're going to leave with some strategies. Yeah. I'm doing a growth mindset one. Yeah. Yes, cool. That I'm excited about. So yeah, growth mindset. Yeah. <laughs> I think we mentioned growth mindset at least once an episode. You should. I, there's you your should Easter egg. Start getting paid for that. You should. Uh, and you should contact Carol. Or hopefully we don't have to pay. For please, it. please contact <laughs> Carol Twick and let her know. Excuse me, Carol. Uh, I just want to let you know we are actually uh, yeah. advertising your, <laughs> right. your work. So. Some people advertise for underwear and mattresses. We, we do commercials time. for growth mindset. <laughs> growth mindset. This <laughs> podcast is brought to you by Growth Mindset. Um, in other news, yeah. um, so you do workshops. Yes. And tell us a little bit, like more, if you can, tell us like tell us more about what you all do, but yeah. then also like where this came from. Great question. So. It's okay. I, Sorry, my chair is squeaking. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we were going to get the face you just made. <laughs> Those are not my bones creaking. Everything's fine. <laughs> I am 106. <laughs> you can't see me, but... <laughs> I like it. No, I just don't want people to think we're playing spooky sounds for Halloween. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like... The words are creaking. Creepy study skills. On a haunted house episode today. 
Learn it or burn it. <laughs> Chrissy can't breathe. Uh, yeah. I'm dying over here. Uh, okay. Okay. So how this all started, um, back in the day, <laughs> I was a grad assistant. So I was in a grad program here at Wayne State. Um, and... I was a graduate assistant and I was the person who saw the students and, you know, worked one-to-one and and facilitated a lot of workshops. I was very young at the time. And I remember thinking, this is the best thing ever. I love this job. I want to run this place. Cool. So now, (laughs) fast forward, you know, a couple of years. And um, my, when I graduated from grad school, my supervisor accepted a position at a different institution Mm -hmm. and I was still very young and it was a bit risky, but I applied hard for her job. I was just like, I have to have this. This is Mm -hmm. complete fate. And, um, I got it. I was very, very fortunate. And I started expanding things a bit based on what I understood from almost my peers because I was, you know, close to grad students, a few undergrads, and I could hear the feedback of what they needed. And um, we started getting creative with it. Um, The director of the Academic Success Center, Michelle Bruner, is extremely um, supportive and gives a great deal of autonomy. Mm -hmm. And so I had a lot of room to run. And so I started running and I started noticing that um, students were responding, Mm -hmm. especially the more we're getting out in the community, meeting students where they were, getting an idea of what they really needed. And so I started paying attention to some themes over the years. And some themes that I saw were not necessarily your basic surface level study skills like manage your time or read your textbook. It was really more deep than that. I noticed that students were having difficulty comprehending the information yeah or they were studying information that they didn't understand Mm -hmm. so they're like I can't memorize this I have a problem with my memory well you can't actually store information into your long-term memory that you don't understand you have to process it and code it it goes through that whole shebang and um you know I started realizing that there's a lot more behind learning and student success than those very standard and surface level study skills so we began doing a lot of um, like translational research in, in educational neuroscience and how the brain learns, how we encode and um, process and retain, but most importantly, retrieve memories, especially with regards to course information, um, what factors impact memory formation and memory retrieval. So a lot about sleep and wellness and nutrition and exercise. So we started taking a really holistic approach to student success and looking at the whole student. Um, And it just kind of developed from there. And the last, I think, four years, or maybe about three and a half years, I've been just kind of going hard with the the brain science of learning and tons of research, tons of conferences. I've done a lot of presentations. I just did a presentation in New Orleans. Actually, Frankie was there too. Yeah, it was awesome. It was at the Teaching Professor Conference, and it was a it was like three and a half hour presentation on how to incorporate the cognitive science. So basically how your brain learns into lecture without taking away from your, um, your class material. So this was for faculty across campus or excuse me, across the country. And they were really interested in it. And, you know, I think that because most faculty are experts in their field, 
it's kind of challenging to step back and think, oh, wait, how did I learn this? Mm -hmm. What made me interested in this? That's so good. I feel like that's so true. Like, sometimes it's hard once you know it already, it's hard to teach it, like, to somebody because you already know it. You already passed it. Yeah. So, like, but for students or, like, for me, like, I remember taking science classes and being like, no, no, no. Can you start at the beginning? Because right. I don't I know I'm what sorry. you're saying. Don't, yeah, did going? you start on chapter 12? Because I just read the intro. Um, and so I think that's that's so good yeah. in, like, reminding professors that it's important to teach. Like, yeah. especially as freshmen who are coming off high school, yeah. where teachers are, like, literally teaching. To the credit of faculty members, the job <clears throat> of teaching itself is a whole other degree Agreed. Pro- right program. yeah no doubt that yeah. is a lot of information right. unfortunately we don't expect faculty in higher education right. to go through that degree process yep. of training yeah before they teach this very complicated material and i'm trying to remember right now but i, I need your help what's it called when you know something really well that you think it's easy for everyone else to learn when you're teaching so you know something really well you're an expert at it it, there's a word for it, and I can't remember. Maybe I'm misremembering. Oh, I'm not sure. But it's um, when you know something really, really well that you assume that it's easy for other people to learn too. Oh yeah, well, that happens often. Yeah, it, I can't remember the word for it, but that's generally the explanation, and that happens yeah. a lot. That happens to me all the time. Like, what do you mean you don't understand? Yeah. Right. I don't know. Well, you don't have the context. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. So yeah, you want to talk about neuroplasticity? No. We do this. We can no. do it. <laughs> I'm okay. Come on. <laughs> I thought that's why you had me here. Right here. <laughs> we can do yes, it. I don't even know how to spell what you're saying. Oh, so. it's a fantastic cool. concept. It's basically like growth mindset, growth mindset of concepts. So okay. understanding how the brain can change based on what we learn and how we establish new habits. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, two things I have to say about that. Yeah. One, Probably another podcast. Neuroplasticity yeah, podcast? Like, uh, no, no, not a whole podcast. Oh, maybe. Because I'm on like it. Another episode. <laughs> <laughs> In which you come back. Um, but second, oh, dang it, I forgot the second part. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. I remember meeting you, like, a couple years, like, oh, five years ago. Yeah. Maybe, whatever. But then, like, and talking about brain stuff, and I remember distinctly remembering, like, dang, that lady's probably using all the parts of her brain. <laughs> And I've always wanted to use, like, all the parts of my brain before. And I, re- I, like, actually remember the moment of thinking, like, I just met. So I had just met you, right? So oh it's not like gosh. I really knew you yet. Yeah, and I yeah. was like, yeah, she's probably definitely operating, like, on all speak cylinders. She's definitely cranking up there. Yeah, I yeah. should add a tattoo that says I am using all the parts I'm of my brain. I'm using all the parts of my brain. But I am, because yeah. one of the big neural myths is that people are, oh, I'm right brain because I'm... Right. I ride horses or whatever. I don't exactly. even know what it is I don't know what it is it's so either. wrong. <laughs> there is no such thing. I'm horse brain. I'm, I'm horse brain. brain. But I... <laughs> I'm a country brain. Not really. I'm not really into this whole like city urban thing. Yeah. I'm just learning. Uh, disclosure: I don't know anything about animal brains, just humans. <laughs> but yeah, everybody's always using both parts of their brain. Yeah. it's never a you know unilateral situation. Like yeah. I think it Good is. to know. I love Good that to know. too about the Study Skills Academy. It's also big on debunking. Oh yes. Neuromyth. We will. Which is a lot. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of fun, because there's a lot of them out there that we grew up thinking, knowing, I mean, and teachers. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, you're good. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Get riled. 
Um, know what you signed up for, did you? Also, you guys have an Instagram that's fantastic. Oh, we do. So yeah. everyone needs to follow the Study Skills Academy. Yeah, it's just Study Skills WSU. All one word, because uh, that's how the handles so work. <laughs> also, we just, so I started a Twitter account where I'm trying to put, like, tips on the Twitter account, and hopefully students will, I don't know, ask us questions through yeah, DMs. For sure. what they're called on Twitter? Uh, yes, but they could also just, like, at you. Absolutely. I think, I, I think everybody, this is a sidebar, but yeah. I think a lot of people are going back to Twitter. They are. So I think that's that's great. I'm yeah. on Twitter. Right. Yeah. Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Frankie, we got Frankie on Twitter a few weeks ago. I'm only on Twitter for the mess, so I just read and I don't tweet. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but we're Study Skills WSU on Twitter as well. You cool. might have to capitalize the two S's and the WSU, but. Okay. You'll find us. Cool. Um, so tell us a little bit about FYS. Okay. Yeah. Should we intro FYS at all? Or Yeah, like, let's intro FYS because this episode is going to be shared, hopefully, with all of the students that are going to be in FYS. Yeah, I can send it to my students early and be like, yeah. there's still time to change out of my section. No. <laughs> no, kidding. Like, this will make it. them want to join your section. <laughs> well... And yeah, not everyone knows about FYS. I don't right. think we really talked about it before. And you should say the whole, I, I didn't mean to start with FYS, because um, there are other universities and people that listen to our podcast, right. and you might have something that's similar to FYS in right. name, but not in actual programming. Probably not. So our FYS, it does stand for first year seminar. It's FYS 1010, which is pretty standard across most colleges and universities. Mm -hmm. um, ours is called Learning with the Brain in Mind. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> it's a one-credit course. It's a one-credit course. Yeah. It is now one of the options for our Wayne Experience gen ed requirement. So that's really exciting. Yeah. Um, it's grown exponentially. And when I say exponentially, I mean it's, yeah, I'm like lost yeah. for words. Yeah. It went from, in 2014, we piloted with three sections. So maybe I should step back a bit. Sure. One night... <laughs> I got an idea. I, I was I taught this class, a very similar study skills class for um, Comerica Scholars, what used to be a Comerica Scholars program. Mm -hmm. So these were all students, very high achieving academically from Detroit Public Schools, who were uh, at Wayne State at a scholarship funded by Comerica Scholars or Wade McCree Scholars. And I noticed we noticed that they were being retained at really high rates. And the only difference was they had this learning community, but they also had this class. And it was not offered to any other students. It was very specific for these this population. And so I thought, wouldn't it be great if we could offer it to all incoming freshmen? Mm -hmm. And I didn't know if they would take it or not, but I sat down one Friday night, you know, just hanging out. And mm -hmm. I was like, I'm just going to draft an outline. And I just went for it. I just started writing the curriculum mm -hmm. and... I was so pumped about it, and then I proposed it within a few weeks after that. Michelle Bruner and I from the Academic Success Center, we proposed it um, to the, uh, at the time, Associate Vice Provost, um, who was, Monica, is Monica Brockmeyer, but now she's the Senior Associate Vice Provost. That's her title, correct? Oh, God, I hope so. If it's the queen of students. Yeah. She is the queen of students. We're just going to call her the Beyonce of Wayne State. Yeah. <laughs> I like I need to get the Google out real quick. <laughs> but so um, she's been extremely, extremely supportive of this initiative. And we started with three sections. 
And it filled so quickly with the help of academic advisors recognizing the importance of this course sure. that we had to add a fourth section. So that was the first year. And last year, so this is before it was required in 2018, we had 30 sections that filled. That's crazy. And this year we have 47 sections. Cool. With 38 instructors. That's cool. It's a beast. Yes. That's it legit. Wonderful. That's really awesome. I'm so happy. Yeah, I think it's no coincidence and it goes like we should acknowledge that like we talk about Wayne State being one of the fastest improving schools in the nation or the yeah. fastest improving school in the nation and mm -hmm. FYS has really kind of coincided with that trend of For our sure. retention rates. And when we say retention, we mean more students are graduating from Wayne State, more students are staying at yeah. Wayne State mm -hmm. longer. Um, and that is because of the work student success has done and the work that Monica has done oh and gosh, a lot of other programs on campus. The advisors yeah. have done amazing work. So, yeah. The support here for initiatives is really strong. Really strong. So and if you have an idea, I suggest you write it in your basement on a Friday night and I go for it. <laughs> Call your friends from Wednesday. Come Seriously. over, I have an idea. No, I mean, that's how this podcast started. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, I have an idea. Again. Let's just try it. Yeah. Try it. And we also have support and like Michelle Bruner is also yeah. my supervisor yeah. and she gave me the autonomy to do this also. For sure. Yeah. It's cool. It's incredible. So, um, what specifically about FYS would you guys like to talk about or do you think your listeners well, would be most interested in? Honestly, so um, when I, and there's some Kansas Staters who listen to this podcast, shout out to the Flashes, um, we had a FYS, but it's called FYE, and it was totally different, but I, I think it was like... Oh, at Kent State? Yeah. Okay. It was a major, like, I thought it was awesome. I know we didn't get credit for it, so that kind oh. of thing. But um, I think it was really... So when I came here and I learned about your FYS, mm -hmm. I was like maybe all the FYSs should be like this because all yeah. the students are learning on the same thing. Oh. So, like, yeah. we were not. My oh, FYE because our about, curriculum is set. Yeah. Got it, yeah, got it. Yeah. And so I think that's really cool. Yes. So do you want to talk a little bit about the curriculum? Like, if sure. you choose to, to do an FYS class, yeah. which it is a choice. It is a choice. There are other options for, um, and we'll call it WE from here on out, but that's the short for Wayne Experience Gen Ed requirement. Mm -hmm. There are other options, yeah. Sure. Um, I think the largest class or largest number of sections outside of FYS is a Wellness at Wayne course. Mm. Um, Laurel um, Laurel Whalen from Kinesiology has coordinated that, and she's written that curriculum. And I think they have 10 sections, so it's a pretty big start. Deontay Nicholas, who was on last week, talked about the... He's oh, a peer nice. mentor for that. Course. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. That's it's awesome. It's new. Yeah. It is. Yeah. The it's course new. is okay. brand new. When I don't know, I sing a song. It's <laughs> <laughs> new. Um, but yeah, so tell us a little bit about the curriculum. And then, I mean, what do you think is is like what draws students in? Like, what, yeah. what, like if you were a freshman, would you have taken an FYS class? Oh, <clears throat> or if I was a freshman now or no. when I was 18. When you were a freshman. And, yeah. Oh. None of us get to talk about if we're a freshman. That would be a whole different thing. Of course. I, I would go to a different school. <laughs> I mean, probably not. Maybe choose a different school. Anyway. <laughs> we did not. So I went to school at Southern Illinois University. It's right outside of St. Louis, Missouri. But it was in Illinois because, you know, that river. Mm -hmm. Everything's really close. That there. is super confusing over there. It is. It's a great city, though. St. Louis is great. Um, 
I did not have anything like a first year seminar course, okay. nothing at all. Um, I, knowing what I know now, I would have taken it for sure because, but see, the thing is with any college freshman and myself included, I didn't know what I didn't know. Right. So when I got to philosophy class, I remember them talking about, you know, like deductive reasoning and yada, yada. And I didn't even know what philosophy was. Right. I didn't understand that. I understood like philosophical views, but as a general overarching, you know, topic at mm -hmm. 18, I had no idea. Sure. So it's really challenging to learn small details and, you know, those accompanying details underneath this giant heading of something, a concept that you don't understand. Sure. So what we do in FYS is we really help students um, recognize context and what you're learning mm -hmm. rather than just like learning to learn it or mm -hmm. trying to learn it or studying to remember it. We actually show them how to learn it and it saves them a ton of time. So the curriculum is, like you said, Kristen, it's all set. All instructors um, are trained through the Study Skills Academy. We have a pretty intensive FYS um, instructor training. Um, I say pretty intensive. They probably, like, took a week off after it. It's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty lengthy. Um, but we, all the curriculum is set. So every instru instructor is teaching the same thing. They have the autonomy to teach it how they feel is most comfortable or what works best with their students or their group as long as the learning objectives are being met. So we always start off with that, that science of learning piece. So mm -hmm. understanding neuroplasticity, just understanding how the brain learns and understanding how a fixed mindset can really hinder any progress academically and, and you know otherwise too. But we move straight into those effective versus ineffective study strategies. Most students, even our most successful students, come in with wildly ineffective study strategies. Mm -hmm. And so we help them recognize when they're doing things like, well, I don't know why I failed that test. I went over my notes all night. There's mm -hmm. so much wrong with that statement. Right. Going over your notes means nothing. Right. It doesn't mean you understand it. It doesn't mean you can answer an applicable question on an exam. Also, all night you didn't sleep, so we know them. Right. Hippocampus isn't pulling the memories up to the neocortex, but we'll we'll not get into that too much. Probably, there. probably don't not today. You went by the wrong person. That's what that no, class I mean, is, though. Yeah, I think like that that's cool. Learn. Yeah, because um, I think that that would have been helpful for me to understand how to study. Yeah. Because I'll probably have done a lot better in school. Yeah, and it would have been the idea is that FYS investing that. 50 minutes per week and the, I don't know, maybe 30 minutes of homework that we have every week, it saves so much time on stress and ineffective study later. Mm -hmm. So there's no reason to not apply the techniques. If you're studying ineffectively, it could take you double, triple the time to master half the concepts that you could master much more quickly with the impactful study strategies that we teach. I think it's very empowering too because oh yeah from my own experience going into college and thinking I can do this I've always done it on my own if I can't mm -hmm. do it on my own then I'm not really doing it properly mm -hmm. or uh, and coming here with great grades in high school and looking at a textbook and going I have no idea what's going on really left yeah. me with a feeling of helplessness yeah. mm -hmm. and I didn't want to ask for help because that meant that I was weak in right. some way whereas this course gives students empowering tools to know even if you just know that it's okay to ask questions oh, yeah. or that 
you can go to office hours and not mm-hmm. feel intimidated. Or yeah. That means you're taking ownership over your college experience, which also means you're taking um, control over your money because the right. time that you're spending here is tied to it's all finance. Investment. It's yeah, all investment. Yeah, for sure. And it, like we talk about here, if you're not paying for it now, you're going to pay for it later. Right. right. So if, if you want to start off USA, this is how you start off on the right foot your college career you make a really good point that it's empowering because part of the difference between high school and college is having to advocate for yourself more Mm -hmm. in college and sometimes that can seem really overwhelming at a giant university such as Wayne State so just knowing that that you're doing everything in your power to be successful is is really empowering yeah Mm -hmm. your brain is amazing machine like you yeah. own it it's this yeah. amazing tool that you have that we don't necessarily get an instruction guide to mm-hmm. um and we kind of help you with that so you can manipulate your behaviors That's cool. yeah absolutely we keep it really simple too i think yeah. that now that you know and in, in educational neuroscience and, and it's interesting there's kind of a debate between traditional research neuroscientists and and educational neuroscientists they say well they don't they're not really they're not really, um, you're not really able to combine it to say educational neuroscience because they're so different, but mm-hmm. you learn with your brain and it's cognition. And I, yeah. I think that um, knowing how we learn is at this point a right for students. I think it's their right to know that. Yeah, I love that. Um, oh, well, I was going to write this question down, but you finished before. <laughs> oh, did I? But um, how <laughs> can students who don't take the FYS class mm-hmm. Maybe they're seniors this year, yeah. Or maybe they're grad students, and or maybe they don't go to Wayne State, yeah. How can they get in on the tips and tricks, or or how can they, you know? Yeah, that's a great question. So, I mean, a few things. We do have resources for Wayne State undergraduate and grad students. Okay. One that that encompasses both is our procrastination accountability groups, where we okay. we can individualize things quite a bit because they're not giant groups. Um, and our group workshops, as well as our online services. We have a Study Skills Academy online where we have a ton of resources. Very cool. Um, the other thing for students or people outside of Wayne State um, or, you know, other educators, a few websites that I have found incredibly helpful are the learningscientist.org. That's a really excellent one. Um, also, retrievalpractice.org. And you know, now that I'm thinking about it, learning scientists, I'm pretty sure it's .org and not .com, but if you Google the learning scientists, it'll come up. Um, Retrieval practice, which we're going to learn in FYS week three, get ready, (laughs) um, is an excellent website um, for instructors or teachers. I find the Cult of Pedagogy, that's another website, really helpful for understanding how to incorporate collaborative learning and, um, you know, active learning in the classroom without overwhelming your students who just don't feel comfortable being interactive constantly. Um, Oh, good. It is learningscientist.org. Thank you. Got the Google. Thank you. (laughs) And then um, a few books that I find really helpful are um, Make It Stick. That's an excellent one. Another one is um, the textbook that we're using for the class is called The New Science of Learning. It's a second edition. It is a wonderful read. It's 
I love fast. it. It's, it's fast. fast. It's it friendly. Is. It's entertaining. Yeah, you're going to come out like... I enjoy it. Just, it's a really excellent book. Um, what's cool is that it's only $14.99 on Amazon. Cool. Am I allowed to say Amazon? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, we don't, don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to like bill you. No. Oh, yeah. You're not sponsored by anyone. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Maybe our uh, bosses who let us do this yeah. is part of our job. Literally sponsored by... Wait, it's a really <laughs> affordable book and it's a quick read and it cool. tells you that brain body connection how it works so okay. if you're studying all night or if you're not getting enough sleep what's really happening with your memory and your ability to retrieve information and um talks a lot about um memory and sleep it talks a lot about growth mindset it talks a lot about neuroplasticity um but in a very student-friendly way so cool. i'm excited to have that as a textbook that's awesome. Yeah, so those are a few resources that are great to get started. Sweet. Yeah. Um, well, so like at the end, we always ask, what are you watching, listening to, reading? Oh my gosh. Doing for self care. Oh my gosh. Okay. Maybe we should have done one by one. I'm write you a list. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should have sent you that one. Okay, go with watching yeah. first. Okay, this is going to be so boring. Oh, I am no, not okay. a TV person. That's okay. And I know I've already like geeked out really hard on this podcast, and y'all are like, "Oh my gosh!" This is really a podcast about school. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is not a podcast. I literally about. read all the time. Okay, um, good. I watch. What did I watch most recently, Frankie? You might know. Did you watch, didn't you watch something? a TV series? But I think something. I am blanking. Was it? I don't know. Was it? Was it? No, that was Miranda. I don't think about it. I okay, did watch something. It's a TV series, but I can't remember what it was. Well, what are you yeah, listening to? TV. Well, I'm not going to tell you the podcast I'm listening to. Okay. Um, only because it may not be considered appropriate, but it's hilarious. Okay. Um, you have lots of favorite bands, though. I have, have a lot, lot of, of favorite bands. Okay, so what do you what's, what's um, what oh. did you listen to on the way? Oh no, you walked over with Frankie. On the way in, though, what do you I listen to Courtney Barnett. She's okay. like angry chick rock from Australia. Okay. I listen to a lot of um, a lot of kind of ambient dream pop mixed with you know anything from like Thievery Corporation or um, The Shins. <laughs> I the like Shins kick it back a lot. Uh, yeah. The Shins are the awesome. Broken Bells, The New Shins. You listen to Shoegaze. I do listen to a lot of Shoegaze. Right. Um, I listen to a lot of, like, it's so funny how I blank. It's, I mean, I know my I'm gonna music library is... I'm going to start feeding you things. Beastly. You love New York Dolls? I do love the New York Dolls, which is not shoegaze. No. Glam but, rock. But we both have tastes that are from music. I mean, yeah. I this, too, all over the place. It's all I over love, the place. So shoegaze why you know, I, shoegaze-wise, I can always listen to any old kind of obscure Mazzy Star or... I love Mazzy Star. Oh my gosh, just some really great stuff. Some good romantic Mazzy Star. Do you like Emma Ruth Rundle? I don't know who that is. Okay, I'll send you her stuff. Oh, nice. That's a big one at our house, constantly. One of my favorite <laughs> bands that people don't know about is Them Crooked Vultures, mm -hmm. and it is comprised of Dave Grohl from Foo Fighters. <laughs> um, I'm blanking on his name from Queens of the Stone Age. It is this, I think they only made one album, and it is phenomenal if you like, if you like rock. I'm down. What am I reading? I am. <laughs> okay, I always read three books at a time. Oh my, my friend Derek and I were, shout out to Derek, we are just talking about that. 
I'm about to start doing that. I read a book at home at night. Okay. Um, which is usually some type of novel. Okay. Um, and then I read a book at work, which right now okay. I'm reading. Um, I wish I would have got my phone. Girls' minds at my door. No, <laughs> I mean I'm just not reading that. that. But thanks, Carol. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> just just now getting to it. <laughs> it's been a decade, but I'm just now. Let's see. So, for in terms of um, books, I'm reading something called The Hungry Brain, which is mm. really interesting. It's all about um, American food choices and okay. kind of how our society has developed into uh, eating for impulse rather than for like biological need. Yeah. Cool. That's really interesting to me. I think that feeds a lot into when students are, you know, have certain eating patterns that aren't matching their efforts academically. It can be really tricky. It's not easy. Yeah, it's definitely not. Shout out to the worst food game. Yeah. Uh, what about, um, what are you, self-care? I think, self-care. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what was our last guy? Um, for self-care, I do um, kind of extreme in a lot of ways. I do Orange Theory at 5 a.m. Mm. <laughs> no, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah, that makes sense, too, because I mean, we have to be here so early. So 5. Right. 5 makes sense. Yeah, I go at 5. Um, I never thought I could do that. I really, really, really enjoy it. Cool. Um, otherwise, I try to see my friends a lot. I'm actually a pretty – I have a 4-year-old son, and I'm actually a pretty – active and social mom but like not in a mom crew none of my very few of my friends have kids so I it's fun for me to still go out and you know do my thing he's Um, a very cool four-year-old he's a good guy yeah he's a really good guy he wants to be um a robotic Humpty Dumpty for Halloween we had a discussion the other day (laughs) planning our Halloween costumes that would be he wants to be a robot Humpty Dumpty and like a robotic egg I'm so excited about it yeah, it'll be sweet. So I do want to share this. The last book I read is called Disrupt Her. It's two different words by Mickey um, Agrawal. And it was really interesting. It's kind of like a um, like a neo-feminist, like, you know, helping people understand how to make the most out of their life while simplifying it, especially women. Okay. That's legit. Yeah. It's pretty good. I like it. Um... Do you have any other questions? No. I think that was perfect. Thank you so much for being on today. Oh, you're welcome. And also, obviously, you have to come back because there's a zillion things you have to talk about. We didn't write a list. (laughs) We'll do a whole month about the brain. Oh, Actually, that would be cool. Is there a brain month? Yeah, March. Get it. Oh, dang. March has a lot of things going on. Well, because I don't think. History month, I think. Women have brains? Yes, it's true. Historically, women have brains. So it works out really well. Um, Yeah, and you're a woman. I am. So we can definitely make that work, but that's kind of far away, so we'll figure something out. Um, Yeah, but thank you for being on. Um, Everybody follow the Study Skills Academy on Instagram and Twitter. Um, And if you are not registered in the FYS class as of right now, get to it. 
it's going to be helpful for you. Yes, and talk with your advisor if you're having a hard time finding a section because a lot of our general sections are full, but students are dropping daily. Not because <laughs> they're just... <laughs> They're just trying to figure they're out They're dropping like flies. They're just trying to figure out Jeez. their schedules. So they're dropping and adding different sections sure. so you can find a seat for sure. Cool. Yep. Looking forward cool. to that. All right. Have a great week, everybody. Okay. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah, take care. Thank you. Bye.